The views and opinions expressed on any program are those of the producers and or the persons appearing on the program and do not necessarily reflect the views and opinions of Kitty Media Group or Motor City Woman Radio Network. You're listening to Motor City Woman Radio. Tune in daily for inspiration, motivation, and information that helps you lead a more fulfilling life. Welcome to Professionally Fit with Lisa A. Smith and Jamila Struthers. Professionally Fit is dedicated to fit and aspiring to be fit professionals who are soaring in their fields and in their enterprises while still maintaining their health and wellness. We delve into issues surrounding fitness, nutrition, lifestyle, parenthood, relationships, and much more. Welcome to the show. surrounding fitness, nutrition, and lifestyle. With regard to fitness, we're going to talk tonight about how to maximize your workout when you only have a small amount of time. I know that one is huge for all you fit professionals out there because one of our most valuable assets is our time, and I know it can be difficult to get in a workout, let alone a quality workout with a small amount of time. So we're going to delve into how to maximize your workout with a short amount of time. Regarding nutrition tonight, we're talking water, water, water. How to drink it, how much to drink it, and when to drink it. It sounds like it should be a simple process, but I think we have some tips for you tonight that will help you to consume not only the right amount of water, but in the right ways. And then finally, with regard to lifestyle this evening, we are talking about sleep, rest, and recovery. The importance of those and some tips on how to maximize your sleep, your rest, and your recovery days as well. So, but as always, first and foremost, we have to get into our favorite segment, Wait, What? what? <laughs> um, before we, how was your weekend? My weekend was... <laughs> Can you say invisible? Sometimes the days just merge into one another, but we did do the Trek Fit Mob, which was awesome. Yes. The last one of the season, so that was great. Yes. Other than that, I can't even really kind of like <laughs> remember. Yeah, I just, I don't know. That was, That's all I remember from the weekend. <laughs> <laughs> was yesterday. Was yesterday. That's it. I'm like, did Saturday happen? I'm not sure. Right. You do have those days oh, like that. Oh, you know what? What? <laughs> we did something else together. The melanin. Oh, right. Okay. Don't forget that. That was the highlight of my weekend. 100% mine, yeah. too. This weekend, guys, we had our final Detroit Fit Mob for the season. Detroit Fit Mob is a fitness flash mob that travels throughout Metro Detroit, popping up on different streets and exercising. So we did Detroit Fit Mob yesterday in Royal Oak. And then after that, Jay and I went to this really awesome seminar about melanin, and it was surrounded around what exactly melanin is and health and wellness benefits of your diet and your lifestyle. It was just so informative. We learned so much. Uh, It was held at Whole Foods in Detroit, which actually has classes and seminars on a regular basis. So you can go on to WholeFoods.com and check their upcoming classes. I've taken a couple nutrition classes at Whole Foods, too. And bonus points, they're always free. So it's a win-win. Yeah, I've been to a couple myself, and I loved it. And don't ever think you you know it all. Even if you know it all, like I always say, sometimes you just forget and you have to be reminded. So, yeah, that great. Check them out. Absolutely, absolutely. One of the highlights of my weekend is I was hired to speak at a women's retreat this weekend in Port Huron, Michigan. So that was really exciting. And it's funny you say about um, sometimes you need to be reminded. One of the things we talked about in the seminar was I talked about personal care. So the topic was self-care. And so we talked about spiritual, mental, physical, emotional self-care. And we also talked about personal self-care. And one of the things I talked about with regard to personal self-care is we talked about working on your weaknesses, but I addressed working on your strengths. A lot of us focus so hard on our weaknesses that we consider our strengths our strengths and something that doesn't need to be touched. So So one of the things I told the ladies this weekend is part of personal self-care is actually enhancing your strengths and not just working so hard to improve your weaknesses. 
I forgot we was on the radio. I started shaking my head. Go on. <laughs> that, is, that is a good tip. I'm going to write that down. Yeah. And so, because I'm coming off a 21-day self-discipline program that I was doing, and technically, I didn't need it. I'm very self-disciplined. You yeah. know, it, that's just one of my strengths. But why did I not only invest in, because it wasn't free, but take this 21 self-discipline course? Well, for me, it was a part of enhancing my strengths. Right. Just like when we go to the nutrition classes, when I take, um, I'm doing a course right now through National Academy of Sports Medicine to enhance my knowledge about fitness and nutrition. And even though that's my strength and that's what I study all the time, I'm constantly working on it to get better at it. So that's one of the things I want to leave with you guys today is just that don't think because your strengths are your strengths you're good at it that you're you're always maxed out at it yeah yeah so um i like that you said that we had to be reminded of that so that class at whole foods and it was brand new territory for us actually i left there with just full of so many ideas like i was on this high Mm -hmm. even it carried me over to today somebody asked how i was doing i was like awesome you have no idea like i'm just trying to implement all this new Yes. You know, I drunk more water than I normally do. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, I was real proud of myself. <laughs> I'm proud of you. Thank you. Because we've been you. trying to get you to, to drink that water. water. Yes. yes. And, I, and I did it today. Absolutely. And that's one of the things we'll be talking about today. So we'll find out how Jamila was able to wrap her mind around, put down more water or force herself to do it, yeah. and then some other tips we have for you guys. So let's delve into wait what. All right. You want to go first or you want me to go first? I have two. And neither my one is kind of like the sad wait what, and another one is kind of like oh that's a, but none of us really <laughs> we don't need disclaimers. Go ahead, I'm first one. Sad. You know, usually we always get <laughs> yeah. the chuckles out Got of wait what's, but mine is this was a little disappointing. So, but I wanted to share it because I think it's a lesson in it. So I have a client who has severe asthma, and for most people, I'm sure everyone knows that asthma is simply inflammation of the lungs. And so I recommended to her, not only does she give up the sugar, but that she also gives up dairy recently. And so she had given up, we we said we were going to do just a one-week challenge. She was like, I'm going to try and go one full week and give up dairy. And I'm like, okay, cool, let's do it, right? And so after a few days, you know, I checked in on her, you know, so I texted her like, hey, how's it going? Are you staying dairy-free? You know, and she's like, well, it's been really flushing out my system because she had to give up dairy. Then she also had to increase her fruits and vegetables, her whole foods, Mm -hmm. right? And so she's like, well, it's really been flushing out out my system. She's like, that's why I had a chicken burrito today. (laughs) Okay. Now, we could say wait. Yeah, I'm not ready for the wait what. Okay. You have to so on further. Right. So I had to, you know, prog a little further like, okay, you had a, you, your system has been really flushing out because, yeah. you you know, I'm not eating refined sugar and dairy. And that's been happening so much that you decided to have a chicken burrito. So I said, wait. <laughs> I was like, the dairy has been flushing you out. So um, she was like, well, my mom told me I probably needed to lay off it for a while. And I'm like, wait, what? <laughs> what do you mean? I said, you you, you went dairy-free. Your system has been cleansing itself right, out. Right. And then so much so that your mom told you maybe you should stop yeah, and go flag, back to eating. Flag, yeah. yeah. And she's like, um, I said, your mom told you to go strictly back to dairy? And she said, no, the veggies. She said, I eat two meals a day with no meat. And today, I think I pretty much emptied my colon out. She's like, so mom told me to lay off the veggies. Wait, what? (laughs) I hope you gave her some information that she can carry with her. So when someone challenges what she maybe should have known, but since she didn't do the research, she just went strictly off of advice of what to do and didn't get the knowledge behind it. Did you then tell her? why she, um, that was the right track to be on? Absolutely, but it was so shocking to me because I, I lay off the veggies. <laughs> and get, she's like, so I went and had a chicken burrito, I guess just to balance things out. But it was really weird to me because I was like, I was like, no, no, no. I was like, your system is self-cleaning if you give it a, a space and time 
to do so. So that's what you're doing. You haven't been putting any junk in it. Right. And so now it's flushing out all the bad. Right. And she said, I get it's been flushing so much that maybe I should clog it back up with a chicken burrito. sure her mom had no malicious intent right but unknowingly will you know segue segue us and i was really really distraught by that like don't you think it's a good thing that all the toxins and poison is coming out of her system right she's like maybe i should clog it back up a bit with this chicken burrito and yeah so that made me a little sad but that was that was my first day with her wow that is
basis. When you say you're going to do something, stick to it. Okay. Yeah, yeah, you got the memo. Because you know what? I'll even go as far as to say that subconsciously, they don't even like to go too far. But subconsciously, I love the food. I'm so yeah. so I can buy some. Yes, you subconsciously sabotage yourself. Really? <laughs> really? But I was ready. <laughs> you were too ready. You were too. There's a such thing as being too ready. Yeah, too and that ready. was that, that was, was a prime example. <laughs> I'm not going to tell you just to ram fast. <laughs> and that you made a mistake. Hey, now you got to pay for it. Hey. I'm right. glad I, we were both in a position to um, get you fed that day. I was home. Had already cooked something. And both said, okay, you come on over. So it worked. It worked out. I'm going to run through really quickly my next weight and what this one is. It's kind of like, oh. But um, I told you, so guys, we got to delve into some relationship stuff because that's really like my favorite, one of my most favorite things to talk about. And so when it comes to relationships and fitness. So this past weekend, Troy and I, we were having a discussion about um, the primal needs of individuals. And so most people may have heard of Tony Robbins, and he's like one of the most popular motivational speakers um, in the world today. And so Tony Robbins has this list of six primal needs that everyone has, and they're in different orders for everybody, right? So my primary need might not be the same as yours. Um, but we, Troy and I were talking about it this weekend and discovered that his two needs were significance and love. So okay. he needs to feel wanted, and he is really into love and affection. And then my two primal needs are um, growth is one of my main ones, and then my other one is contribution to, like, the world, giving back to the world. So we talked about that this weekend, and that was literally on Saturday. Okay. Okay. So I told him that, so knowing that growth is really a big need for me, I am serious about growth in the areas of self-development, the areas of education, the areas of health and wellness. Mm -hmm. And I was telling him one of like my most favorite memories from our lives this past summer was when like we went jogging together during the jazz fest. So um, it just really felt good because that's that's growth, right? Because right. you're working on your health and then doing it with my partner, meaning he's yeah. into it and he wants to grow too with his health and wellness, and then we're doing it together. So that was like one of my most happiest memories. And so we kind of were discussing our relationship this past Saturday, and we were just telling each other what we needed a little more of. So literally tonight, like less than an hour ago, I was leaving to come here to the studio and I'm leaving out, and he's like, what time are you going to be back? And I'm like, well, the show's over at 7.30, then I have to do another show. I'm like, but, you know, I'll be home right after this show, after Professionally Fit. And he's like, well, when you get home, you want to go jogging? Like, wait, what? <laughs> oh, not the girly wait. It was so girly. It was so girly. Wait, what? I, because... It's nothing like someone implementing, especially yeah. in a relationship. When you yeah. tell someone what you need, and they don't wait a month. Like, they put it into play right away. It was just so special. So I'm trying to be cool. I'm like, yeah, that's cool. Yeah. Yeah. We can, yeah, I mean, up to it. If we went to it, right. it's no big deal. You know, already thinking about what I'm aware <laughs> to go jogging tonight. So, I mean, that was really a big wait what for me. Yeah, that's an awesome wait. Yeah, it was like less than 48 hours, and he's like, you want to go jogging together tonight? So, that, you know, when your partner or your spouse is someone is really into, if you're, you know, passionate about health and wellness or trying to get into it and you have that support of your spouse, that's a really big deal. So, sure is. that was my way what I was that's really awesome. excited about that. Happy for you. Thank you. So, um, when we get back, guys, we're talking tonight about how to maximize your workout with minimal amounts of time. Then we're going to delve into nutrition, our water piece this evening, and finally we'll finish up with rest to sleep and recovery days. You are listening to Professionally Fit on the Melissa Local Radio Network.
investment. So what if you could invest in the future of kids, like a stock? Not the kind of stock that's about making money, but a stock for social change called Better Futures. With your investment, it helps students like me go to college. My name is Charles, and I'm your dividend. Invest in Better Futures with your Visit for you, especially since you started a full-time job, you've been able to maximize your time by number one, talking to your bosses and telling them you needed an extra hour in the day and then using midday to go to the gym that was like locally right around the corner from your office, right? And and within that, how long is it? Like an hour you take for your workout? Yeah, and with that, that's so much shorter than what I used. It's so much, because I used to go and have about two hours minimum hour and a half right and now it's down to 45 minutes 50 minutes because I have to take a shower and I have to get there right so uh, what I do now is I go in knowing exactly what I'm going to do mm-hmm. and I'm going to, to uh, push those things to the max usually I have enough time to work this work that work that but you but now it's like I'm going to do today is going to be a cardio day right power cardio now, I'm not going to try to incorporate too many things into that workout right I'm going to do you know a, a power workout with whatever I'm working on so if it's arms I'm going to do a whole lot of things with my arms mm-hmm. and not try to okay cardio my arms my legs and then I realize I've done a whole bunch of stuff but I didn't I didn't get the maximum effect on those things right does that make sense mm-hmm. yeah so that's pretty much how I incorporate that short workout and max that short workout into my day and make it effective. Right. And that's the first tip that I actually have for our listeners tonight is to pre-plan. So if you know, guys, that you only have 30 minutes to do your workout, then it has to be pre-planned. You cannot go in trying to guess or think of something on the spot. You have to already go in knowing what you're going to do. So I remember back when in China, when I had to go straight to the gym, when I got off of work, I would before... I even left work, I would write out my workout, like right at my desk, write out exactly what I was going to do, and so that way I went into the gym with a plan, Right. because, I mean, sometimes that might just be cardio for the full 30 minutes, but if there's something new I wanted to try or something, I would either, either have it already set up on my phone or have it written down, so the number one tip for maximizing your workout is to plan ahead. Yeah. Because you'll right. spend precious time thinking about, to think about oh, it. do I want to go over here? Do I want to do some squats? Do yeah. I want to do some push-ups? Do I want to do this machine? So definitely pre-plan. And then the next one, just like you said, you mentioned was split training. So split training simply means that you're working on a particular body part on a particular day. So it's when you hear people say, oh, it's leg day, it's chest day. Right. Right, it's arm day. So that's called split training. You're not working your entire body, but you're only working a portion of your body. So just like you said, you if you're working on your arms, you just do arms. Right. Yeah. Yeah, maybe a little more. Maybe if I have time. Mm-hmm. But I know I go in depth with no I'm working my arms. Right. So if you work out on a regular basis, I do not recommend split training for individuals who work out sporadically like you might only work out twice a week right now like if you're not really consistent then don't do split training because you need to be focused on total body every workout but if you work out at least five days a week then you can definitely do split training so mondays may be your leg day okay so you only have 20 or 30 minutes to squeeze in a workout before your next next task so you're going to train strictly your legs. And so right. then you only probably need to write down four or five exercises that you're going to do three or four times. Yeah. And that's your 20 minutes. Yeah. yeah. So I think split training is really, really effective because, number one, you feel like you did something, too. And you have. You know? <laughs> you really have. <laughs> so if you 
Because sometimes when you work total body and only, in only a short amount of time, you don't feel it as much. Let's say if you just only worked your calves, your quadriceps, and your hamstrings, which is the back of your thighs. Let's say you only work that for 20 or 30 minutes. You would definitely probably feel it more the next day. You will really, it'll be more intense. So split training is a great way to maximize your workout when you only have a short amount of time. Yeah. Um, and the final tip I have is cardio intervals. Hit training. Yes. So HIT training, H-I-I-T, is high-intensity interval training. So if you only have a short amount of time and you're like, oh, I really need cardio, but I also need to do strength training, then you can do cardio intervals. And this is an interval, maybe it'll only be a 30 or 45-second interval in between your strength training. So give them an example. So, for example, you can do, you can run, and then you can bring it back down to a slow jog, or you can bring it back down to a walk. You get your heart rate up, and then you bring it back down. You can even do interval training with plyometrics, and what plyometrics means are just, means is like jumping around, basically. Mm-hmm. You can get off the treadmill, do some jumping jacks, get back on and run. Mm-hmm. It's bringing your heart rate up. And then you might slow it down with, like, maybe five or ten jumping jacks, something that's not as intense. Mm-hmm. But you don't want to just, you know, stop. You want to keep your heart rate going. But one is a little bit more intense than the other one is bringing it back down. And that will increase your metabolism, mm-hmm. increase your muscle endurance. You can even do sprints, mm-hmm. running at your max speed, and then bring it back down to a slow jog. That's what I did when I uh, injured my back, too. It conditioned my legs as well. Mm-hmm. So I was doing cardio. And I was doing, um, it's almost like, it's not strength training, right. it's conditioning. Right. It's conditioning your body. Right. So that's a great cardio interval routine to do. And then also cardio intervals you can do in between strength training. So let's say you're doing push-ups. And instead of just resting, you'll do 20 or 30 mountain climbers or stand up and do those jumping jacks. And then you'll go back to push-ups. So push-ups is the strength that's building the muscles. But then the jumping jacks is burning the fat. So that's a great way. So cardio intervals can be done in between strength training, or you can do cardio intervals for your entire cardio workout. Like Jay said, doing a slow jog on a treadmill, then hop off and do some high-intensity jumping jacks or squat jumps. So cardio intervals are a great way to maximize your workout. Pre-planning ahead of time so you know what you are going to do is a great way of maximizing your workout. And pre-planning can be you designing your own workout, or that can be meeting with a trainer at that time too, you know. So if you're close, maybe your gym or your trainer is on the way home, or maybe you have an online training program and you have access to your program on your phone, that's ready and done for you. So you access it right away. So that's a great investment, guys. If you have a hard time, if you're just getting into strength training or just getting into working out and you're not well, well versed yet on certain exercises, then definitely invest in a program because that coaching will be a great way to educate yourself on what exercises to do for certain goals. Yeah, I have two more things I want to add. Also with my, my lunch breaks and my workouts, I love, I absolutely adore going to classes. Mm-hmm. Where someone leaves the class and I just follow them. Yes. And I just get it done. They work me out and then I'm done. Like the class that I go to now is 30 minutes. It's just 30 minutes and I'm done. I'm in there at 12.15. It's over at 12.45 and, and it's a great workout. Yes. Yeah, so, you know, go to a class if you're near a gym. Also, the other tip is videos. Mm-hmm. I used to do Jillian Michaels all the time, Tybo all the time. And T25 all the time. And T25 is just how it's done. It's 25 minutes. Yes. And it is an awesome workout. Yes. So pre-made programming classes, coaching, or something that's self-made is a great way to maximize your time. You don't have to think about anything. You come in dressed, ready to go. You get in where you fit in, and you're out of there. The final tip I'll leave with you about maximizing your workout is slivers of time. We talked about that last week or the week before, I believe. But again, slivers of time are small bits of time you have in between tasks. Yeah. So slivers of time might only be 5 or 10 minutes. So even your 15-minute breaks that you get at work sometimes, those are like slivers of time. Don't sleep on those. Oh, you can no. get some stuff in. I remember you used to just do, like, pull-ups all day throughout it. the house. I, so anytime 
I have a sliver of time when I'm around my kids yes. or at home doing stuff. I and it sounds crazy, but I still do this to this very day. I will break out into squats, lunges, push-ups. I'll get on the pull-up bar. Yes. I, and when I don't do this, like when the time I injured my back, then my, I lost so much strength because my body is used to me doing those, and it really conditions my body so much more. Yes. Those little slivers of time. Yeah, I still do it. Yeah. You might see me squatting in the grocery store. Don't even don't, don't worry about it. it. Don't worry about it. It's just Jay. <laughs> yeah. And so, and so you said, Lisa, what's the difference between a sliver of time and just like a 20-minute workout? Well, a sliver of time, you usually aren't dressed for a workout. You may just be yeah. in your – so you're not going to work up a big, nope. heavy sweat. Nope. But a sliver of time is you might be standing in line at the bank. You might just stick your arms out and, and do some forward circles. circles. Yeah. yeah. You know, or hit some squats or start straight. I mean, seriously, it might look and sound crazy. I remember Lisa Nichols talked about when she was in her weight loss journey, she would lunge through the airport to her gate. That was a sliver of time. And she would be, you know, there's oftentimes a very long wait to your gate at the airport or, excuse me, a long walk. So she would lunge all the way to her gate. That was a sliver of time that she maximized. Don't be self-conscious about it. No, you know. You're working on you, you know, and most often time people are going to support you. You might even get a few people to join in or ask questions. You might influence someone. Seriously, seriously. So you can, you fit professionals out there, no more excuses about I don't have time. You can maximize the time you have. And if it's a priority, you'll get it done. So you'll definitely get it done. So let's move into nutrition because we're talking water tonight and I have some good stuff on water. All right. <laughs> I know you knew that blue jug goes everywhere. <laughs> Everybody knows my signature gallon water jug, my blue water jug. I love talking about water. It sounds like, you know, a boring topic. It does. Water is so important. As I learned last night, I thought I knew. You know how you think you know? Yes. <laughs> you think you know, and you find out you really didn't know. You just learned what you thought you knew, but you just didn't know. Didn't know. And you don't know what you don't know. So let's start off with the bare basics when it comes to water. The bare basics are how much should I drink? At least half your body weight in ounces. Okay? So if you're 100 pounds, you would drink 50 ounces of water. Right. Okay? If you're 150 pounds, you should be drinking a minimum of 75 ounces of water a day. So that's the minimum, guys. That's the minimum. So please do away with that old school eight ounces. Yeah, sixty four ounces a day. Yeah, get away from that. Um, If you really think about it, there's no way in the world that all of these different people's different shapes, sizes, ages, and everything, right, require the exact same amount of water. So eight ounces, eight cups of water a day does not apply to everybody on planet earth the true formula is a minimum of half your body weight in ounces of water yeah a 300 pound man does not require the same amount of water as a 150 pound woman so you get away from that 64 ounces a day that's the first thing i want to do is get rid of that okay 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 so now we know half your body weight in ounces of water next what kind of this is a big debate. This is a big debate because I get so, I listen to so many documentaries and I listen to so many of you guys in the health and fitness industry.
over time, there's chemicals in the plastic that seeps into the water. And so um, you want to make sure if you do have a plastic water bottle that it's BPA-free. And that's just a chemical that's in plastic. So you want to make sure it's a BPA-free water bottle. But I don't buy bottled water because, number one, it's expensive. And then, number two, because of the plastic. Yeah. yeah. And then one of the things I was recently thinking about, you know how we were saying that water is going to be restaurants I order warm water right. or hot water which hot water isn't as great for you either so the best water to drink guys is room temperature water <clears throat> simply because our bodies are our body temperature is 98 degrees and so if the water is too cold like on ice your body has to warm it up first before it can then filter it and use it to flush you out and then if it's too hot it has to cool it down so the best temperature is room temperature water. And I got that from living in China. In every restaurant in China, no matter where you go, you can never get water cold. They always bring yeah. you hot water or room temperature water. And it's best. So it's better for your digestive system. Um, and so as most people know as well, that water is a natural detox. Yeah. Well, they don't. Okay. But one thing I'm going to add about the uh, water and the room temperature is all my menopausal women. Bear in mind with that with that rule because you don't want your body to you know heat up and it takes you off your path and you don't want to work out you you feel overexerted because as for me I'm getting I'm 38 years old and now I'm starting to feel warmer and warmer and warmer so I drink room temperature water as well mm-hmm. but when I work out my water has to be cold and I find myself drinking cooler temperatures um, even outside the gym sometimes because now my temperature my body is kind of Mm-hmm. With, with my hormones and everything like that. Right. So, yeah, room temperature is best for you, but you still have to keep in mind how, how you feel, you know, throughout your day. Absolutely. And change that according to how you feel. Absolutely. Definitely adjust as needed to your individual lifestyle. And one of the most important things that water is good for is for your thinking and clarity of mind. So, the Hebrew name for water is Mem, M-E-M, and Mem, So one of the things that I suggest is drinking the adequate amount of water. Mm-hmm. Water, I'm not going to suggest a you know 10-day smoothie challenge or anything like that. Nothing will benefit your body as far as detox more than, than water will. So once you start drinking uh, half your body weight, you will begin to speed up your metabolism. You will lose all the poisons that's in your body, and you'll also um, regain some of those things that you were talking about, such as Water is really good for hydrating your muscles as well. So, you, I mean, it's the the reasons you need to drink water are endless. They really are. <laughs> Memory function. I mean, bowel. Yes. Regular. Yes. And yes. it also aids digestion as well. Yep. A yes. thousand percent. Go, go, go on and yeah. on. Yeah. 
wish um and I wish people would drink more and be more cognizant of it because a lot of people tell me stuff like Lisa, I don't want water, I can't stand water, I can't stand a taste of water. So let's give them really quickly some tips on how to make water a little more appetizing. Um, you know, I feel like you right now, like just be stronger. Yes, just drink. <laughs> now I see how you feel. Yes, like just be just strong. Do it. Drink. It's what amazing to, drink. to me how much people think they're supposed to enjoy like stuff, anything. They think they're supposed to enjoy every single thing. Yeah. Um, sometimes we do stuff because it needs to be done. Like I don't enjoy paying a single bill. I don't enjoy <laughs> right. working out every single time. The kids can't get themselves to school. I mean, right. <laughs> I don't want to take them. I would just rather. You know, I need twenty more minutes in the morning. I mean, what? Mo- most of the times, what needs to be done is really not that enjoyable. Yeah, exactly. You, you do what needs to be done so you can enjoy the moments outside of that. You go to work so you can enjoy your vacation. You take your school kids to school so you can enjoy them being successful in life. You get up, you work out so you can enjoy being healthy. You don't have to enjoy drinking water. You need to enjoy the benefit. I really don't have any to suggest other than do what you're supposed to do. <laughs> Yeah, we just switch places to happen. Yeah, that's that you sound just like me. Okay. I know, and I tell you not to do that, but yeah, it's getting a little annoying with people. How do you know? How do I make this better? <laughs> By getting used to it. That's, that's my right. Suggestion. That is yeah. right. And, and, and keep in mind, guys, that you crave what you consume. So the more water you drink, the more you'll begin to crave it. But the more juice and sugary drinks that you have, the more you'll want that. Just like the more trash TV you watch, the more you'll want to watch it. You crave what you consume. So it's all about reworking your body. And if, and there's going to be a growing phase. It's going to be a transition phase where it's not going to be enjoyable. And I don't means, enjoy drinking. I don't enjoy water, water to this day, but I drink water because it's a requirement mandatory for what I want to achieve. That's it. That's yeah, it. That's it. It's just a, it's a bottom line. You can tweak it. So you can add, you know, what you need to add besides, you know, sugar or sorry, like that. Right. They know what to add, like, you know, lemon or lime or things like that. But as far as drinking water, I'm not going to say, well, drink apple juice and water. And no. You need to drink water. Yeah. I mean, and there's the ways that you can maximize the quality of your water as far as alkalinity goes. And that's by adding limes to it. Cucumber is great. Mint leaves are awesome. Yeah. So there's definitely things you can infuse in your water if you want a little more of a flavor. Some people add berries and things like that. But the bottom line of it is you need to be drinking half your body weight and water or more every single day.
Tony Fay on the Motor City Woman Radio Network with Lisa A. Smith and Geneva Struthers. So we're going to wrap up this evening talking about the importance of sleep and meditation, or excuse me, sleep, rest, and recovery really quickly because I think a lot of people take this one for granted with regard to reaching their health and wellness goals. And a lot of us think we can survive on minimal amounts of sleep and most importantly think we can perform right. on minimal amounts of sleep. And if you're not, you're simply not operating at your max if you're not well rested. I agree. Yeah. And so well, I know you and I have had quite a few conversations actually about sleep and rest and recovery and how to get better yes. at sleeping. I know it sounds weird. It sounds weird. First of all, we have been programmed to think what's so okay. Like you sometimes have breaks with clients or you know meetings or whatever, and like you posted in the blog, you know you feel guilty about it, and it, I think it's all a mindset thing as well. Mm-hmm. You have to start with your mindset. And I saw I heard a really good quote, and please forgive me if I don't get this quote right, but um, we won't appreciate we won't appreciate anything. Never mind. I gotta get it right. <laughs> Jot that one down. For yeah, it. yeah, it yeah, definitely. But basically, until we value something, mm-hmm. our mindset won't change about it. Mm-hmm. We have to see the value in it before we begin the right, proper step to do it and take it seriously. We have to see the value in it. We can go to sleep tonight at 9 o'clock. Mm-hmm. But it was, again, it's it's the mindset. Your mindset is going to marry you up. So it won't become a habit mm-hmm. to value it. Right. But, um, yeah, it's one of the things that I struggle with still because I want, I want to get everything done. It's like I only have this amount of time. So why not Exercising. I'm one of the most, especially nowadays, because for us, sometimes we say we go to bed, mm-hmm. but we lay there and scroll. Right. And so, one of the things I've always suggested is assigning a bedtime to your phone as well as yourself. And your bedtime for your phone should ideally be an hour before your bedtime. So, if your bedtime is 11, your phone should be shut off at 10. Because if you scroll all the way until you're ready to close your eyes, your brain activity, the things that you just absorb from your phone, your brain is still trying to process that and trying to catch up. And it's very difficult to really like, okay, I'm ready to go to sleep now when you can't cut right. your brain off. Right. And that's um, that's self-inflicted. A lot of times people say, I can't, my mind, my mind's racing, I can't, you know. Well, that's self-inflicted. You have to intentionally cut those things off. Another way to do that is to do a brain dump. So if you have all these things you know you need to do the next day, ideas, or things you need, or you're just trying to remember, then whip out a pen or pad or a journal and write all that stuff down. It's called a brain dump. And so you get all of that down on concrete paper so you're not worried about remembering it. And then you can relax peacefully. Maybe it's time to rest or spend some time with your family, some quiet time for yourself. But you have to create ways that you can get all that stuff out of your mind so you can physically shut your mind down. That makes perfect sense. Perfect sense. I'm going to do that. I do need to set some time. I don't want to do that. Yeah. I'm still going to do that. It's going to A change is going to come. <laughs> a change Hey, everything starts with intentions. I yes, love it. Right. Um, and then one thing, too, your rest days. Now, rest days with regard to working out can be really important if you work out really hard. I don't think it's anything wrong working out seven days a week. A lot of people, I think, give themselves the excuse, I need to rest, my body needs to recover. Unless you're, like, doing hardcore workouts, like hardcore CrossFit or really heavy lifting, like you doing cardio or light strength training or some yoga, working on something every day of the week is not going to overexert your body or your muscles. Recommended to do cardiovascular Every single day, you should be strengthening your heart and lungs. And one thing about rest days, I think, <laughs> that people do is if they don't feel out like working out that day, they yell out, rest day. <laughs> no, rest day should be planned and pre-scheduled. It's not something that you get to say just because you don't feel like working out. Kind of like with a cheat meal. Yeah. You know, all my coworkers are going to the new Mexican place today. I guess it's a cheat day. No, this should have been pre-scheduled, and if it's not time for a cheat day, then you don't indulge. It's all about 
um, building, working on your discipline, your self-discipline. I agree. And I also realize that it takes years. You know, um, like, I think we're at the point now where we've trained our body so long that we know if we say, okay, this is the, the rest day. Right. Because um, the tweaks we mentally and physically bring from going so hard. Right. But the average person that's doing, you know, strength training and, you know, going to the gym to be in shape and stay in shape, you're not really doing that heavy or going that hard. Yeah, you, you're going to feel like you want to rest day because your muscles may be sore. Mm-hmm. Or you may feel like you need a rest day because you've been going to the gym every day. Mm-hmm. But honestly, like you said, you need to work out every single day, every single day. Your cardio and strength training needs to be there for three to five days a week. Yep, absolutely. And one thing that I introduced at the Camp 360 is something called working in. And so, guys, this can be considered an active work day, active uh, rest day, excuse me. So, working in simply means you're doing something that's not strenuous, but it's still active. So, that will be yoga, a long walk, meditation, Pilates, um, stretching or flexibility. Do not underestimate the importance of stretching, foam rolling these type of things. So those are considered working in, you know, there's something that's, that really allows you to relax, be in the moment, let your mind drift, you know, but you're still getting functional physical activity. And so working in are days there that things you're not necessarily going to be sore from or need massive recovery from, but rest and recovery days are extremely important. They should always be scheduled and they should always be intentional. Absolutely. I love it. So this has been a wonderful show tonight. I think we covered everything. I could probably talk forever about um, everything we talked about. I still have stuff I want to add about water, and I think I'm going to bring that back next week. But um, just some quick announcements before we wrap up. The show always goes so fast. (laughs) Um, So coming up this week, guys, Plant Based Plus is a six-week course on how to transition to a plant-based diet. This classroom course is launching this Saturday, October 1st, at Ghost Smoothies in downtown Detroit. That's at 110 Clifford Street in downtown Detroit. It's six weeks every Saturday for six weeks. The class is from 9 a.m. to 11 a.m., and it's $35 a class. And this is teaching you how to eat clean, transition to a plant-based diet, and there will be food at every class. So that's really exciting. Yeah, it's really, really affordable. Um, And so, also, coming up in just 30 minutes at 8 p.m., shout out to the Handpicked Ladypreneurs, this awesome Facebook group. It has over, like, 500 members. If you're a female entrepreneur, you need to be in this group. It's an amazing group of women that are so motivational and inspiring. They have a Monday night internet show on Fire Talk Radio. So I'll be guesting on that show in just 30 minutes. Tonight we're doing a panel about the importance of health and wellness as as female entrepreneurs. And so that is just tonight at 8 p.m., firetalkradio.com. And you can simply search for handpicked ladypreneurs for the station. So hopefully uh, I'll see you guys on that show in just 30 minutes. And finally, our show lineup for this week, as always, professionally fit every Monday with myself and Jay at 6.30 p.m. On Wednesdays and Fridays, we have Destined for Greatness with Miss Monet at 4 p.m. We also have Why, That's Why with Krista Chambers every Thursday at 7 p.m. And every Friday at 7 p.m., the Truth and Life Today show. And finally, we have Fuller Woman Radio with Cassie Jones McBride this Saturday at 1 p.m. So we have an amazing show lineup for you all this week. This has been another awesome episode of Professionally Fit. Hopefully we reached out to some fit professionals and aspiring fit professionals this evening. We can't wait to see you back here next Monday where we'll be talking about fasting. We'll be talking about spot reducing, how to lose belly fat only. 
or some of you guys want to lose only your leg. So we'll be talking about spot reducing next week. And then finally, we'll be talking about following the process. In our lifestyle segment, we'll be talking about focusing on the process versus focusing on the results. We'll see you back here next Monday on Professionally Fit at 6.30 p.m. Until then, be well. You're listening to Motor City Woman Radio. Tune in daily for inspiration, motivation, and information that helps you lead a more fulfilling life. Follow us on social media, Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook at Motor City Woman. The views and opinions expressed on any program are those of the producers and or the persons appearing on the program and do not necessarily reflect the views and opinions of Kenny Media Group or Motor City Woman Radio Network.